Sugar. 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 Spice. 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 These were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect partner. But Professor Utonium accidentally added an extra ingredient to the concoction. Chemical X. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back to Sugar and Spice TV and tuning in with us. We appreciate it so much. All the comments, the likes, the shares. Our last reel with Panda, with Pandana, oh my God. That shit got 10,000 views. Like, it's going crazy on YouTube. You know, mostly Instagram. I feel like the Instagram family is showing a lot more love. But we really got to get that love to YouTube. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment. Make sure you share. Make sure you hit that notification bell. You know, we need all the love. We need all of that. So please, we want this to grow. We want this to be big, bigger than anything that I could imagine. And I want a lot of people to be on the show and be able to showcase their creativeness and showcase their art, their music, whatever it is that you feel you have going on, inspiring, and you feel others will be motivated by, please, we want you on the show. So if you have anything like that, please email us at sugarandspiceny at gmail.com. And I'm your host, Emily, or Perky Perp on Instagram. Make sure you follow me on there too. Make sure you follow Sugar and Spice TV on Instagram. And also make sure you follow my art page at Mary's Moon Art. As you know, I'm a graphic designer, I'm a singer, I'm a model. I do a whole bunch of things, but right now this podcast is my baby. So thank you guys so much for just tuning in and, you know, sharing and just being there and present. So that's very appreciated. For today's guest, we have somebody very special coming from Chicago. Okay, you want to introduce yourself, love? Yes, my name is Luna Gray, and that's correct. I am a Chicago artist originally. Um, I've been spending a lot of time in the Big Apple. Um, I feel like people say that Chicago and New York are very similar. Do you feel that way? I think that the the pace is is more similar. You know, like when I go to LA, I feel like I'm just more lackadaisical, and we're going to the beach and. We're showing up two hours late and we're, you know, we're get there when we get there type of thing. But, you know, I, I love coming to New York after being in Chicago because, you know, in Chicago, I felt like I was I was so on it. I'm moving 10 times faster than most people, even in Chicago. So mm-hmm. to come to New York, I'm like, it's perfect. Yeah. It's like everyone's on my type of time, you know? Right. And that so, always feels good when you go to a new town. It's like, all right, I can get used to this. Like, oh, I yeah. know what this lifestyle is like. Exactly. You grew up in Chicago. How was it like growing up there? Yeah. I mean, I came there. I I, I didn't move there till I was like in my later teens. Mm-hmm. But I spent a lot of like summers there with my family because my family's all from there. Okay. Um, but, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a beautiful city. There's obviously a lot of um, craziness going on there. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's still relevant, you know. I spent a lot of time everywhere in Chicago. I've seen and I've seen most of it, you know, um, of what goes what goes down. We are a very um, talented city. Yeah. There's a lot of talent there. A lot of people that I know that are very talented are from Chicago. Yeah, the Future Kings. They yeah, are yeah. from Chicago. My he's my friend, um, Kangsta. He's really dope. They, um, they did a dance to one of my um, songs a couple of years back. Oh, really? Yeah, they. That's yeah, dope. Mm-hmm. yeah, like they're amazing. Like. They're my friends, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yes. So in the music, right, in the music industry, especially as a female, do you feel like there's any challenges that you face? I mean, obviously there are challenges, but oh. like, what are, what are some things that, you know, are specific to you? Um, Yeah, there's a lot of challenges. I mean, I think the, the number one thing is just, you know, earning that respect level as a serious artist and not being seen as just a girl who, oh, how's your, how's your little music career? Right. Darling, you having fun? You know, and like it's not like, taking you serious. Yeah, right? not, not taking it seriously. And especially, um, 
you know, I guess particular to me, like being in Chicago, being a white girl who raps, you know, it's easy to kind of be like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, like this little girl wants to be a rapper, you know, or whatever, or whatever the hell, you know. So it took it took years of just, you know, proving myself over and over, kind of just, you know, swinging home runs. I think my work ethic really had to be that was the only thing that would ever prove anything in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was like just because I you want to do something. Unless you're showing up day after day after day after day, and you're bringing fire material, right. no one no one believes you. You have to make them believe you. you yeah. Know? And then it's at a point now where it's like, I feel like I I bypass so many of those levels, and that's why I'm in New York, you know, to just expand and have way more opportunity. That's way really good. New York is a really big city. Yeah. Not only because you know it's New York, like you know New York, New York, mm-hmm. like you know, but it's like. It's very mainstream. Everybody wants to be in New York. Mm-hmm. So it makes it 10 times harder because it's oversaturated. Yeah. So yeah. you really have to find yourself and like stand out from mm-hmm. the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I that's what I found, right? Now yeah. do the same thing as everyone else. Right. And and that is the thing where it is like very oversaturated, but I feel like the amount of opportunities it almost keeps up with the amount of talent. You know what I mean? Like right. in Chicago it's kind of like in Chicago, there's such a limited amount of opportunity and there's a lot less talent, but it kind of equals out a little bit. But we're fighting for so few resources in Chicago. I think that's why we're so um, crabs in a barrel there. Yeah. You know, it's very just like nobody wants to put anybody on. You know what I mean? Onto any game. It's very Wow. Like, so they're gatekeeping. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's called. Gatekeeping. Yeah, like yeah. you don't want to show like you don't want to show somebody the sauce. Yeah, right. Like I mean, that's definitely a thing there. I mean, but also, yeah. Like I feel like Chicago just, you know, there's a different mindset overall. Yeah, we're 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 we we don't dream quite as big as people in New York. So when we start to feel like we're onto something in Chicago, people are kind of like, "Yo, nobody can take this from me." Uh-huh. Like, oh my god, I found like a little wave or I found a little niche here. Like it's it's like almost shocking when you find that in Chicago wow. because it, because that's how I felt. I'm like I'm like wow, it's really. I'm really making things happen here. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know how that was that process was gonna be, you know. Yeah. Um, and you come to, to, New York, to New York, I'm like, oh well, of course it's New York, oh, right? Yeah, it's grand, it's grand and huge. <laughs> of course, fancy oh, teacups and like expensive. That's right. how it is. Like, <laughs> and, oh, lit and, and wealth. And, oh. Speaking of your music and you know all of these things that you're doing for yourself, these wonderful things you're doing for yourself. When did you feel like you got your big break? There was like so many different points where I felt like I was hitting new levels, you know? Um, But I think really my biggest turning point in my career was probably when, yeah, probably when I dropped, hmm, there was like, there's like three I can think of. Um, One one is this, is a a show I did in Chicago and it was a couple years ago, but it was, it was a big showcase with like all the relevant Chicago artists and they, and I was like the underdog at that point. And I remember I came through that show and I was like dressed full Edward Scissorhands costume. <laughs> like I looked like Luna Scissorhands. It was you had the, crazy. the scissor- I had the scissor hands while what? holding the mic. You have pictures? I gotta see this. I do have pictures. <laughs> I do have pictures. And I remember I, I, I shut that show down and everybody was just kind of like. They weren't uh, expecting it. Yeah, they were like, and they knew I was out here. They knew I was around, but like that, that show in particular was like, it was such a it was such a packed show, and I just came through like, like a whirlwind. And everyone it. was like, "What? That's Holy crap. amazing!" So that was like a big like moment, like 
for the hometown vibes. Right. Like for the hometown, it was like, oh, okay. And then I remember, um, then I ended up coming out to New York um, and I did a show for, and Angela Yee was like there. Um, and I remember that being really exciting because I, I always watched all the Breakfast Club yeah. for years. I watched Shout every the episode. Shout out to Breakfast Club. Um, I watched every episode episode for years. So I was like, Angela Yee, oh my God. So did that show with Angela. Wow. And that felt like, then I went back to Chicago and I was even more lit again because it was like, she's in New York with Angela Yee and that right. felt really like big and- That is big. Yeah. Like, even, even, not doing now, that. Even, like, now, <laughs> even now, I'd still be like, oh, okay, you know, let's go. Yeah. Like, and so, so that was that was great. And then, but then for personally, my art, um, I would say um, when I dropped my video for Big Boys, um, the song did well on itself. I actually dropped the song several months before the video. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have like a video concept per se. I just had the song out, and then it was like, it was during the pandemic. Right. I dropped the song like right around when the pandemic kind of became a like a month after the pandemic hit, which was of actually a very good time to drop it. People were home. Yeah, people weren't doing anything. They wanted were... to. They wanted to listen to music. They wanted to feel other people, right. whether it was they sonically wanted to or visually. Exactly. So yeah. that was yeah. really smart of you. I would yeah. say that. So that was actually probably the biggest overall turning point of like my artistry and you know where I'm at now was during that phase in the pandemic. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, they kind of fell off or they just kind of gave up or they they just they just didn't see you know the light at the end of the tunnel in the whole situation because I feel like a lot of people's brands, you know, ha were so based around being out and showing face. Yes. And, you know, like showing out in like in public and what are you going to do when that part goes away? Yeah. Are you still relevant? Do you still know how to like, you know, push your music without being out and about, you know, all the time? And that was a big thing for me because I was so caught up in the Chicago politics and the Chicago scene. And I'm, I'm always going to these shows and I always felt so much pressure to be at every event yeah. because this person's there that time and this person's there the next time and I don't want to miss any of it. And you're only one person. And you're only one person. Like, and then on top of that, there's a whole pandemic, there's COVID. Yeah. And it's crazy because the internet has such an influence on our culture now. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of know how to navigate it a little bit, especially I feel that the generation that grew up on social media, like the teenagers now, I feel like they have a little more anxiety yeah. in, in being in social situations that people mm -hmm. who didn't grow up with that type oh of... Oh my gosh. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. I mean, even just the fact that people all have cameras now in their hands, like, I mean, that's one thing that, you know, I mean, I don't I don't mind the cameras, but there, there are points when I'm around and I'm in certain crowds and people maybe are like filming me or something because mm -hmm. they see I, they see I have a check mark or they see that I'm doing something and I'll notice someone kind of like creeping the camera on me and I'm and it, it's it's hard to be comfortable yes when you like always have to watch your back like you always have to be on your best behavior because there's always cameras you're always and I think that's that's another aspect of it the anxiety from it beyond just like what we see on when we scroll and we're like comparing ourselves or whatever you know that's another thing for me it's like oh always always got to like be on your best behavior right. because it's like you never know when there's a camera catching you. And you can't even be outside because there's always going to be somebody that knows you. Yeah. So right? <laughs> exactly. I'm at a point now where I'm like, I don't want to leave the house looking bogus no more because you never know who's going to be like, are you? Right. And I'm like, no, no. Wrong I girl, wrong girl. You know, like, I, was, I, was I remember, yo, I remember one time I was just walking, right, in Manhattan, in Midtown, and I was looking bummy, like, not bummy, but, like, I was, like, with sweats, my hair tied and stuff. I just got out uh, of the gym, and I literally got scouted 
walking in the street. I'm like, damn, like. Oh, that's dope. That's, that's dope. Crazy. So like, you never I know. Like, I wish I looked better, but I'm I'm, I'm glad you see the vision. Yeah, though. you're like, already sold. I mean, <laughs> hey, there you go. No, but that's crazy, though. And speaking of, you said you had a blue check mark, right? Yeah. So I know a lot of people want to know how to get that blue check mark. So talk to us about that. You know, it's funny. I was actually going to make a skit about that concept because people ask me all the time, how do, I, how do I get my check mark? How did you get your check mark? And there, I was going to make a skit at one point. I'm not sure if you saw that, that clip with Kim Kardashian, but she's like, what did she say? Get your ass up and work. Oh, yeah, she did. Everybody and, hated her for Yeah, that. they hated her. <laughs> and and I, that, that was funny because I was going to make a skit that week and be like, how do I get my blue check mark? Get your ass up and work. Because that literally is the answer for me. You know, I don't I, I don't know how other people are doing it. But I know for me, my song Big Boys was doing well. The video was catching traction um, in the cannabis scene a little bit, you know, because it was had some influencers from the cannabis community involved in it, me being one of them. But um, and then the video dropped and I got a plaque for global online radio streams, like top wow. 150 uh, radio streams online radio and when I got the plaque two days later or like the next morning or the morning after that I woke up and I'm like oh my god you're verified on Instagram I called my manager like oh my god go to my page go to my page right (laughs) now like it was it it actually was like it it felt out of the blue it kind of wasn't because I was in it like I kind of was buzzing at that time but you were working though I was working like I earned it don't get it twisted I definitely earned that check mark but you know I just it was like such a like a fantasy like to have that check mark and then all of a sudden it's like oh there's a check mark right. and it's like and then okay it's, like, and then it's like the people who buy the check marks and then it's yeah. like the people that actually earn the check marks so it's like i do hear that a lot people buying it i know people have dm me before like do you want to buy your check mark and like i never even like engage yeah. those conversations because it always just felt like spammy or weird to me but i have heard of a lot of people that um, paid for the check mark and never got the check mark and just got scammed. Yeah, because so. it's like if you're not putting in the work, and it's like those people too that buy followers. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand that because obviously people are gonna tell if mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people from Saudi Arabia are following you. Yeah, exactly. And you have no idea who these people are, and they're not even commenting. You have like twenty. Where likes do they come from? With they have like a like hundred thousand followers. followers, right? And and they all have like zero followers, <laughs> right. like clearly spam accounts. Seriously, you know. I wanted to ask you a, a more personal question. So what are the different sides of Luna? Oh, um, yeah, I, f- I feel like I'm like really, really like nice overall. Like when I meet people, you know, my my mindset is very just like I will be nice to you until the end of the the, the road. But if you're mean to me or you're rude to me, I'm going to like you're going to regret it. Mm-hmm. That's just all there is to it. I, I have I have quite the snap, you know, and I think I think that's something that um. You know, Chicago kind of made me have, you know, it's like Chicago is not it's not a soft place, you know, and people test you all the time. So I, I usually be pretty quick to, you know, put my guard up if someone starts to test me. I'm just the kind too where I, I'll just cut you out. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to like try and one up you. I just will just stop engaging with you. I just won't talk to you again. You're not going to hear from me. You're not going to see me, you know. And if you want to keep engaging with me and bringing problems my way, then, like I said, you're gonna regret it. So, I don't know. I I I think I'm I think I'm really sweet. I like I like a lot of comedy stuff. I'm pretty goofy 
overall. Like, I'm just, I, I'm a goofy goober. You know what I mean? Like, I like, I, I did a lot of comedy skits for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's, let's hear some. I mean, just like, I did like, like hood comedy skits, like in Chicago, where I was kind of like the taboo white girl that's like, hey, you guys got any crack? Or like, just weird, like, <laughs> weird shit, you know? Like, where we would kind of address racial issues through comedy, but it would just be like mad hood skits where we're just like, I don't know. Just like Dave Chappelle type life. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like Dave Chappelle type, type of stuff. Like we, we would do stuff like that. So that actually was a, a little way for me too in Chicago. I was doing a lot of that with some of the 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 the, the more famous, um, you know, skit comedians out of the city of Chicago. So I was doing that a lot and got a buzz from that too. And then I after that, I started doing a lot more solo skits. I always kind of did solo skits, but after I already had the buzz from the group skits, I started doing solo skits and I transitioned that to like be more about Luna and not Luna as one of this comedy group. Right, you wanted to separate yourself from that. Separate myself. And then I remember I dropped like a song like right after my, right as I was like buzzing with that, dropped a song and then it was like, you know, reverted people back to the music like remember I do music just because I'm funny doesn't mean I'm not a music artist primarily but that's good you kept the momentum the momentum that you were feeling it was like a snowball effect yeah you just kept rolling with it yeah you know you started dropping content you started working you started doing your thing and look at you now right here you are do you have any features that we should be looking forward to um I do have some features I've been working on um Some are a little bit longer term. Mm -hmm. Some are a little bit shorter term. I have a really, 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 really good one coming, but I'm also not going to put a time frame on that because there is a lot of different um, aspects you have to go through when it comes to labels and the timing of the labels and everybody's on different time when it comes to the drops. So I do have a few different um, features going on. But it's Mm -hmm. just um, to be announced. Yeah, to be announced. Okay, To be announced. Um, and then I heard you saying that you were in the cannabis community. So um, JB was telling me about some rolling papers um, that you have. Yes, I actually don't have any on me today, which is quite unfortunate. But um, that's that's something that that's more recent. But I actually in Chicago, I built a dispensary in Chicago. Wow, that's amazing. So that was something that I did with one partner in Chicago, built the business up, very lucrative. Um, it's still running. It still does very great. Um, so that is still, you know, a big part of my life. And I, when I'm in Chicago, that's what I do. I'm still working cannabis. Um, and I'm working on, you know, transitioning that part of my uh, career here as well. I, I have a lot of th- things going on in that realm as well. And because it is such a big part of my life, and I was always a pothead since I was like, you know, 15 or whatever, uh, I wanted to include cannabis into my brand, in my branding. And that's, and that's what Big Boys was kind of doing. It was like, this is... You know, this this is when I finally like cannabis music. Now kiss, you know, right. and that was like big boys. That's pretty cool. Um, especially now, you know, that weed is legal. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. Um, in Chicago, is it legal? It is legal. It's been legal okay. for like three, four years okay. in Chicago. So that's amazing. Like, yeah. Keep that going. Such a it's. I mean, what an amazing time. Yeah. To be here, and what a, what an amazing time to be alive in general. That were, we watched weed become legal. I mean, think about how much people are gonna laugh. Like the kid, the future generations are gonna be like, weed, weed was, was illegal. illegal? 
Like they're gonna be like, yeah, that's wow. Yeah. You guys are we're like, yeah, we're nuts. old. We're, we're so old. We we couldn't smoke pot. We're going to jail. We, for we pot. had to hide. We had to hide pot. We like, had to smoke in the building in the lobby. Oh my god, can you imagine if like, yo, high school would have been so lit if we would have had vape pens when I was in high school, like. Vape pens, like yo, being able to—I would have been in class, like, right. Wait, okay, don't, don't. I would not suggest this, children. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I was such a pothead. It would always be like, all right, we go to lunch, we go smoke a bunch of blunts, right, and then we come back stanking, just like freaking come back to class. I'm like, yo, if I would have had a vape pen, my life would have been so much easier. Mm-hmm. I would have been in my parents' room at my my parents' house, just like. Or, I'm sorry, my room at my parents' house. I would have been in my room just smoking my vape all day long. They would they would not have known a thing. Yeah, because the vapes don't like the, they don't linger. Yeah, they much. don't linger. Yeah. They don't linger. Mm-hmm. They don't. And then, so I wanted to show a video. So New York, I don't know if you've noticed or have taken the, the public transportation in New York City, but it's becoming very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things happening um, under the tunnels that puts a lot of people's safety at risk, honestly. Mm-hmm. And um. One of the videos that I am going to show right now is just showing the effect of how, you know, like we were saying, everyone's always carrying around a camera, but nobody's doing anything. Mm. Like, people are just watching. Like, people are literally just, like, on their phones, pointing at whatever's happening. Somebody could be getting trampled or something like that, and they won't even do anything about it. Mm. And that really irks me because that person could literally die, Mm -hmm. and you're just recording, you know? That would be so heartbreaking. That would just be so heartbreaking, yeah. So it says, dude on the train grabs a random woman by the hair and pulls her around the car while people watched. Oh, no. Oh, don't kiss me. Mama, light up. Mama, light up. Oof. Ooh, ooh. Uh-uh. And the fact that she's just, like, sitting there, like, oh. scared. She looks so... She's so upset, too. Like, she's so visibly upset. And everyone is... Like, what's getting to me is that everyone is just watching. Oh, that is... She looks really scared. Yeah. She looks like she is not... Like, she's like, what is he going to do? Why is he... Like, she's just kind of... You know how, like, those he little... He do anything. Right. He out a weapon and be like, she's my hostage. Like, you know, she looks really scared. You know, like, those, like when you grab the cats by, like, the neck and yeah. they just stay stiff? That's how yeah. she looks. Hell no. Ugh. Yeah, no, that's... That's, that's, that's really sad to see. Yeah. And I don't really... And then just yesterday, too... Speaking on the trains and stuff like that, um, my sister, she was on the train and I guess they just stopped the train abruptly Mm -hmm. and then everyone kind of just shook and people got up, started walking around and then out of nowhere, people just started panicking Mm. and they just started running towards the door and they trampled my sister like literally over her. And I'm like, yo, what are you? What are you doing? Like, call me if you need an Uber. Like, right. Where, where, where was, like, that was yesterday, you said? Yeah, that was yesterday. Um, But it was just a fight that happened on the train. But people, you know, since, you know, a lot of shootings are happening now, unfortunately, right. um, people are going to think the worst. Yeah. So that happened. And I was just glad that she was safe. Like, yeah. I can't imagine being on the train trying to head to my destination or going to school, trying to learn, and then just some crazy person doing their thing, like, trying to attack everyone like yeah i mean i look i 
I low-key have PTSD when it comes to stuff like that because um, in Chicago, I got like robbed once mm -hmm. and it was on the train, actually. It's funny because Chicago has a bunch of different train lines, different colors, and the blue line, the red line like goes the farthest south. So it's like kind of like the most dangerous. Yeah. Um, and the blue line goes into O'Hare Airport. So the blue line's known for being like the safe train line. There's also pink, blue, purple, like there's every color. And I was on the blue line, the safe train at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. And I was at the a, a stop downtown passing by and I got robbed. And it's so crazy. Like I've been like everywhere in Chicago. I've mm -hmm. been I've been on the south side. I've been, you know, super deep in areas where you would expect to be robbed more than downtown at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. So that just goes to show that it doesn't really matter necessarily where you are. Like it can happen yeah. anywhere. At if any you, time. If you get targeted, you get targeted. That's yep. all there is to it, you know? Um, so it yeah, is ever, unfortunate. Yeah, so ever since that day, I just always, like I have, I just, I'm just, I always look over my shoulder. I'm always mm -hmm. very like, I keep my stuff like, I hold it very close and I'm just very aware of my surroundings at all points ever since that day. Because before then I was just more lackadaisical, la la la, going A to B. Now it's like, go mode. Who's this guy? What's, what are they doing? Why are they staring why at me? Why are they looking at me? But why that's how it is in New York. Like, yeah. we're like that in New York. Like, you can't really yeah. look at somebody for too long because then it's like, okay, what you looking at? Like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like something you just don't do. Don't stare at somebody for too long. Mm -hmm. Um unless you want problems, mm -hmm. I feel. Um, but yeah, so before we end the podcast, I was gonna say if you can play a song and we could just vibe out to it for a little yeah, bit. Sure. Yeah. I love the fact that, I feel like I'm like a toddler right now. My legs are just like <laughs> so How far tall off are the you? ground. I'm 5'2". Okay. And, and a half. Okay. Don't don't forget the half. <laughs> We're gonna need that half. No, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a little kid just dangling my legs. Mm -hmm. Wee, wee. Okay, um, a song. Yes, the best one, Yo, the one that you want to showcase right now. And real quick too, I just want to say that last night was like one of like the best nights of my career. I met with someone from a particular label situation and I got an opportunity last night and it's like probably a life-changing moment in my career happened last night. So I'm like on a really, wow. I'm on a high today. That's great. I'm, it's crazy. I feel like everything. And you're that, here. Yeah, and I'm here now. And it's like I, I'm just. I just feel so. I can't wait to to call this guy back later today. Like I'm just so excited about everything happening right now. Okay. Um. I will play some of Big Boys because this is such a popular song of mine. Okay. And, and where can they find it? All streaming platforms. Yes, all streaming platforms. Also YouTube. You can also Google Luna Gray and find a bunch of my stuff everywhere. So let me play this joint right now. Yes. Play that. This is a bop. My pack making big noise.
Lil' bitch come through when I walk through And she covered in ink I slide in some side like a python Big picture on my show like a Nikon Stretch a bitch out like nylons The bitch come on my line wrong Got the whole world singing my song Don't come back, this shit ain't our loss Talk crazy, now it's insane Fell in love with a gas that propane Check out that drift, yeah Check out that Don't get one if you can't get two I don't pay less for the bottom of my shoe I wear V-Long when I'm feeling blue Fuckin' my chain trap next at school Who said girls can't do that too? Who said I ain't put in work? I run laps around your fastest mantra Boom, cause it's no average Ay, ay What? Mm. Trappin' out the Okay Hey, I drive a Nissan <laughs> Yeah, girl, me too <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And that is Big Boys by me, Luna Gray, and all streaming platforms, you guys. Yes. Also, video on YouTube. Please check it out. Please check it out. Please follow Luna Gray. Please, on Instagram, you know, all your social media platforms that you have, YouTube, subscribe to her. Keep up to date with Luna. She's doing big things, you guys. Um, but that is the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for watching and staying to the end. If you can hear this message, thank you so much. Um, I'm Emily. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Perky Perp. And we will be back next time.